Hello and welcome to the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 165. I'm your host, Brian. Joining me this evening, the Maxter. Good evening, everybody. We also have joining us, Mad Cat. Hello, hello. And of course, we have the dumbass himself. Today, class, we will be learning about the clitoris. Who wants to come up to the top, to the front of the class for a demonstration? <laughs> Ooh, I do. I'm coming. <laughs> Ooh. Already? I should have specified the girl, the girl students. Oh, the girl students. Actually, that reminds me of an old, an old Monty Python routine where the the uh, John Cleese is the teacher giving sex ed, and he's, I remember that one very well. Oh yeah, he's like, "There's no need. What about give her a kiss, boy? There's no need to go stampeding toward the glitterous." <laughs> <laughs> so, how is everybody doing this week? It's been a weird week, but I'm doing okay. Doing pretty good. Has anybody grabbed anybody by the pussy? I'm just asking. No, I am I mean, not. That, that, is that not the way you greet people uh, over there? Uh, I mean, down here in the in Canada, we just you know that's shaking hands. Oh, maybe maybe Trump's Canadian. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> well, he's not. Well, if he's turned Canadian, then he can't be president. That's, maybe it's just he's a. a... Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, the answer is no. No, actually, the answer is definitely no because he has he has no manners. That's the word. <laughs> You know, no manners whatsoever. Be careful. Well, well, I, we, we, we are famous for saying we're sorry, and, uh, <laughs> and Trump never admits that he's wrong. That's true. He does not. But you Very know what? Fair. I think that's true of orange people. That is true. Yeah. I mean, they're a minority down here, too. Hey, hey, don't don't lump Siegfried and Roy in with, uh, with Trump. I didn't say they were orange. They're not orange. They are orange. They're orange? Yeah. Their tiger used to be orange, and they oh. used to be white. Now it's reversed. Now they're orange. Oh, okay. Well, I was thinking, we, 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 the two orange guys I can think of, at least in politics, are Boehner and, uh, and Trump. Those are the two orange men. All right. Well, if we don't have anything else, you know what it's time for. Time to take over the world. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, Mad Cat. You know what it's time for. Yes, it's time for masturbation call. <laughs> <laughs> the excitement is overwhelming. Oh, man, Sherry. This is what we do. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> the internet is for poor. We know that. <laughs> the Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. Alright, so what we got here? Well, uh, there's this article, um, Shailene Woodley, and uh, Mac, you, you uh, found out information about the stuff that she's in, right? I did. From, from the Divergent. She's from the Divergent series, Secret Life of the American Teenager, um... She's appeared on a bunch of stuff, including Everybody Loves Raymond, My Name is Earl, CSI New York, Cold Case. You name it, she's been on it. Well, um, she, uh, just uh, a fun little article here, she is of the opinion uh, from a recent uh, um, interview that uh, she said, as a young woman, you don't know how to pleasure yourself, you, you don't know what an orgasm should be, and you don't learn that you should be, you should have feelings of satisfaction. He said, if masturbation were taught in school, I wonder how many fewer people would get herpes age 16 or pregnant age 14. I think that that is a really good point because if we stop stigmatizing masturbation, I mean, it's more stigmatized for I, I, um, well, females just are not 
really, really shown told much about that. Yep, I think always hear about boys and their stuff, but never girls. Yep. So you know, I I I kind of remember sex education from like grade seven, eight, nine, and I remember them talking briefly about masturbation and how it was natural. And I remember like they showed this video of it. And basically, they showed this these like um, outlines of male and females, and they showed this disembodied hand floating in and just floating over the genitals and then moving away. <laughs> and, and that and that and that was their diagram for masturbation. I, I think that that's more than we get here in the states. And in fact, I'm uh, down here in the states. I don't think that masturbation is natural. I don't. I don't I know see. that. They, I don't even know that. Do they even cover that? In, I don't know at all. Really, that is interesting. I guess I guess we were more progressive. I, I, I've heard that they've made a lot of changes to the sex education curriculum here in Canada, and there are some like really conservative people who are protesting that without having even looked into it. I, I don't know uh, if they've changed how they talk about masturbation or whatever, but uh, uh, it would be interesting to look at what the situation is on that in the states. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, because we've covered a lot of these, but I don't think specifically covered is master taught. In sex ed, I mean, certainly it's not religious based. Definitely, I think they're discouraged. We've talked a lot about how the programs are discouraged. Master, it's because well, it's sacred. I, I remember, like uh, our sex education classes here in Canada um, when I, I went to school were um, uh, leaning towards you know masturbation being natural and a good stress reliever and stuff like that. Not, not mentioning too much about how to do it or techniques or anything like that, but just like. Saying you know if you have the urge that's okay. I, I do remember having like a um, a uh, uh, Jehovah's Witnesses friend uh, in class, and he handed me some liter- literature suggesting that masturbation was bad. But I was very skeptical of it at the time. Ah, don't you wish you kept uh, it, dumbass? You're mispronouncing that. Uh, that that word is supposed to have an L in it. Uh, Jehovah, wh- where where is the L? Right after the uh, T in witnesses. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> uh, we love the Watchtower publications, don't we? All right, here, awesome. but here, so, but she she says something else here that I I found very interesting. Another thing I like to do is give my vagina, and this is wrong. I ha- I I mean, this pisses me off. She gives her vulva a little vitamin, right? Well, that's not true. Unless she, I, she... I still stand behind <laughs> that in colloquial speak. Vagina right. is perfectly fine. Fine, but here's the thing: is that it's true if she's popping vitamin D pills up her, um, uh, up into her vagina, then then it would be true, right? Um, and she says, I was reading an article written by an herbalist, uh, and a study about yeast infection, other general issues. Uh, she said that there's nothing better than vitamin D when this when the sun finally comes out. Spread your legs and get some sunshine. Well, you know, that, that is an interesting, like, especially, like, um, we make uh, sex a really, you know, hidden subject to talk about. I mean, I, I suppose there'd be a lot of really strange concepts about it, you know, even, like, if we were completely willing to talk about it. But, you know, when information about this kind of stuff is harder to come by, people are more willing to accept uh, things that they just hear that don't come from reputable scientific sources. And, and this is, and this, unfortunately, is one of those cases. Now... I think that there's probably no harm in, you know. Oh well, oh, that's not true. Uh, because you I mean, still vitamin can get D, I think, cancer. was one of those one of those um, uh, vitamins where if you have too much of vitamin, um, it, it's a, it's an oil based one, right? If I remember correctly, it is yeah, it, the oil based one. If, well, if vitamin D is vitamin D is synthesized in the body when you when you take in sunlight. 
right? It's a my pro- understanding is that the the oil based ones, uh, if you get too much of them, they can be toxic. But the water based ones, if you get too much of them, they'll just come out in your pee. Yeah, that that could be true. I don't I don't know. Um, I know that what we're finding. I when we went to the doctor, uh, the pediatrician for our kids, they told us down here that they are seeing kids that are vitamin D deficient, and they're and they're recommending giving vitamin D supplements to kids. And that, I know that there's been a recommendation for extra vitamin D here in Canada because, like, especially like the winters get out very much, that can be right. And for us down here, it's it's for the summertime when we don't get out very much. Ah, uh, because it's really hot down there, and you get to stay inside. <laughs> exactly. That, right? You don't want to go outside. <laughs> it, it it hits about noon, and you're like, oh my god, I'm not going out there. <laughs> it's it's no, pretty we're rough. bad enough when it hits by noon. I can imagine down there. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. So while I while this is not terrible. Right. I do think that it's probably not scientific. I, I don't know the, how how sunbathing your coochie could have anything to do with a yeast, but I don't know. Can I say coochie? I, well, Is yeah, coochie a lot, okay? A lot of, a lot of just uh, misinformation. There, although yeah. this uh, this doesn't seem uh, anywhere near as out there as some of the other stuff I've seen. Well, what I like about it in general that it's 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 pro vulva and pro and pro clitoris. So yeah, so I think pro-vulva. that overall, yeah, this is this is pro woman's sexuality. I will say though. Looking at her in this orange outfit, that that is a dress code violation because that is side boob, and I I think we'd have to send her home. Wasn't there a senator or something like in the nineties at some point who suggested uh, uh, more male, more focus on masturbation in class, and he had to resign? Oh, it was. Um, I think that it was um, the Surgeon General. The, uh, the it was was it Clinton Surgeon? Um, it might have been. Yeah, I think it was. Shalala, wasn't it? Donna Shalala? Yeah, that might be it. Yeah, you're right. Um, she had she had to resign because of those comments. Oh, I thought it was a male. I don't think so. I thought it was a woman. I might be wrong. Well, we do have the internet. Someone's going right. to look it up. Okay. Well, while somebody's looking that up, I think we can move on, can't we? We probably can. That's are we, a good idea. Are we done with our... I reckon. All right. Oh, well, okay. We're going to go... I think we're going to do our WTF segment here real quick. Donald Trump wants Hillary Clinton to take a drug test. Mad Cat... What's going on here? Well, what's going on is that he has decided that she had that she has um, been too bouncy and capable and has too much energy that she must be taking some drugs before the debates. So because she's trumping him, he's upset. Yes, of course he is. He doesn't like being trumped by anyone, let alone a woman. <laughs> I think that that's probably true. Yeah, so it's, I don't know. It's nonsense. The, 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 it's another it's another baseless accusation that he's making because things aren't going exactly. Yeah, unfortunately, that's that's, that's how he is. That's how he is. I, I, his whole campaign is just just imploding right now. Yes, and he's looking for something to get her with. Well, he's already. That's I mean, all. Here, here's what really concerns me about something he said um, is that he's basically already saying that the, that you know the the election's rigged against him, and that he, the only way that he can lose is if they cheat. And then he also blamed minorities for not voting voting for him at some point, and you know some crazy stuff. Well, like he's that. been courting them so well. I'm I'm amazed they're not voting. For him. Yeah, exactly. So oh, yeah, um, yeah. So he is he's really setting up a lot of harm to come when he loses. Um, and right now that is it, very true. It, it very much looks like that's what's going to happen. So it, what's unfortunate is that he is, and I don't know, maybe maybe there's some truth to it in some ways, but he wants to. He, he's it looks like he's more interested in uh, destabilizing. The whole system than actually, you know, actually uh, participating. So we'll see. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, he entered as a spoiler, and he stayed a spoiler. Yep. Right. Yep, that's true. All right, killer clowns. What's going on here? Um, 
you know, as far as what's going on here, boy, uh, (laughs) there have been a bunch of sightings of clowns and they're all over, all over the U S they are all over. They're showing up in the UK. They're showing up in Australia. Um, they are showing up doing strange and creepy things, trying to, coax kids to come with them, things like that, or at least these are the reports that we're hearing. The problem with these reports is that they're an awful lot like UFO reports. They are, you know, if there are clowns appearing, they're appearing in front of people that are not necessarily going to call out the full might of the the full might of the uh, the law enforcement just upon their word because they're not telling very coherent stories. They're not providing a lot of detail. Hmm. <clears throat> um, they the Probably the most definite thing that has happened is that there was a story that came out that said a cl- somebody dressed as a clown stabbed a teenager. Then it turned around and it turned out that the person who was dressed as a clown was stabbed by the teenager and that it was a dispute over who wanted, who, who got to wear the mask. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, that's gee, that's a reason to stab someone. Okay. Oh yes, yeah. So I mean, definitely, um, there's... no worse than a no worse than over a a team jacket. That is very true. <laughs> yeah, people do the strangest things for the smallest items. But uh, anyway, I I went ahead and I just put out here what looked to be the best articles about the clown sightings. Well, and here here's one of the things I don't like is they're calling them killer clowns. Had they actually killed anybody? That you know of? Okay. I mean, some well, of these clowns Brian, are incredibly Brian, creepy. They have push brooms. Clowns have push brooms. Where do you, what do you think they use them to clean up? I, I, I don't know. I wish Mike Pence would take his clown costume off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, like, for instance, um, there are sightings in pretty much every state in the United States. There have been incidents in 2016, and there's a lot of people who say that this might be some sort of viral marketing campaign <clears throat> to go with the movie It. But when it all comes down to it, there have been there has been fear of clowns going on since like the early 1900s and possibly. Yeah, here's the question. Are there actually people running around in these clown costumes more than ever right now? I mean, is this actually happening? It's impossible to say. It may be that people are just more sensitive to it right now. It I'm sure there be- are a number of copycat people doing this. Just right. For that's that's what I'm wondering because uh, I had heard a statistic that like clown costume sales were on the rise. Yeah, but I have not heard that. Well, they've they've had people asking to they've had people asking to ban clown costumes for Halloween. They have had um, people going on social media saying that they're going to purge any clowns that they happen to encounter yeah see wow purge purge wow. That's, that's but um crazy. you know you've also got joke articles going off going out there like uh an article about states issuing uh free free kill on any clown you know basically you've got a right to hunt and kill any clown you want wow here's and these your... are these are joke articles they're not real right here's one from usa today uh halloween trick creepy con a creepy clown costume sales up 300. So they were told by Halloween Express told the eye opener TV that sales of clown costumes are up percent since last year. Okay. So take that for what you will, but it does seem like there is a bunch of copycats going. It would seem to indicate that there are people who are trying to jump on this craze and probably try to put it on YouTube. But I mean, the, it, they're disrupting. 
some of this is disrupting schools. Like people are, are, are like, they'll say that there's a clown sighting outside of a school and that, that they've hold, held up schools and stuff like that. All sorts of crazy stuff going on with it. Yeah. Um, well, it's, this, it's a, it seems like a lot of like public overreaction too, since it doesn't seem like these cloud clowns are have in general done anything hostile. Uh, not that I not not that I can tell. No, nothing more no. hostile than actually being clowns. Right, and which to some people <laughs> already is very hostile. Right, there is a legitimate. There's a legitimately listed phobia <clears throat> called chorophobia, which is fear of clowns. And mm-hmm. you know, I I I I think you probably probably remember a while back. I I gave a I put a video in the show. I put a video in the show about the uncanny valley. Um, why are things creepy? And clowns hit that uncanny valley because they have human features, but their features are masked and they are distorted by makeup. And the makeup uh, makes them appear to be smiling all the time. And let's not forget their clown power is that you can fit like an unlimited number of them inside of a tiny car. That's, that's true. And the physics work both ways on that. Have you ever been on a road and from just out of nowhere, just an endless stream of cars? That means a clown is back there somewhere. The cars are coming out clown. You need to cover Cappy or something? No, oh, he's just he's just reacting. Right, but I'm petting him. I'm petting him. Anyway, but that the physics work work both ways. You can get an infinite number of cars coming out of a single clown. Cars I did not realize that. I thought it was clowns out of a car. No, it works both ways. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you know, because for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. I see. See, it's physics. Okay. And, and it's also a flat joke. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> But for those of you who are curious before, um, you you were right. It was a female. It was the Surgeon General, Dr. Elders. Oh, Uh, Jocelyn Elders. Okay. Yeah. Not Shalala. Shalala was actually, you know what? I think she was in a different position in the cabinet. Dr. Jocelyn Elders, though. Yeah. Oh, who was who was president at the time? That was Bill Bill Clinton. Okay, that's what I thought. Right. Yeah, and, and just looking at it here, it seems like her her remarks were very tame. I, I don't think he was recommending uh, from she. from the remarks. That, yeah, I don't think she was recommending that students uh, that they that they instruct students to actually take off their pants and like masturbating in class or anything. Right, like we we weren't whipping it out in Get class. Them handouts. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I, I remember hearing at the time, and I think that was the general gist of what people were taking from it that uh, they were expecting like a moment of quiet masturbation in class where uh t- would take down their pants and you know masturbate for a couple minutes just uh just in class i don't think she was recommending that at all <laughs> dumbass are you suggesting that americans overreact to things like that because I- i'm offended that's a, that's just fine if you're offended but it's true <laughs> well no I, i'm good i'm offended and that means that i have to you know probably bomb canada jeez <laughs> Because yeah, just to prove that we don't overreact to anything. Yeah, exactly. Oh, do right. you have bombs? Not yet. Ah, well, that'll sure make it difficult to bomb us then. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, um, I think the thing that was fascinating to me about this, though, about the clown thing, is that <clears throat> we have so much in our culture that says that clowns are bad. Um, we've got a lot more in our culture that says clowns are evil. Than does that that says they are positive. Well, I mean, there's that uh, iconic Stephen King note. Where, where it was it, right? Right. Yep. Yeah. Pennywise the clown. Yeah. There was also a clown doll that became possessed in Poltergeist. Yep. And tried to strangle one of the characters. There was 
um, there was John Wayne Gacy, a real-life serial killer, who performed at children's parties as Pogo the Clown. And, of course, the big daddy of them all, the Joker. That tells us exactly why they scare us. Yeah, but it's fascinating because it is that that sense of the uncanny valley, but it's – they are intended to be figures of glee, and they are intended to be figures of ridicule. Okay, but and really, instead they are figures of figures of terror to so many people. Do you remember mm-hmm. Blinky the Clown? I do remember Blinky's Fun Club. Yeah, Blinky's Fun Club. So that was a local Denver thing, I guess. Yeah, that was Blink. That Blinky's Fun Club was a local Denver thing. The I think up until mm-hmm. I, I don't know how long ago how long ago it's been gone. I think the act I think the actor who played Blinky has passed away, but he had an antique store on Colfax. For years, or not called, on Broadway, South Broadway, for years was Blinky's antique store. Yeah, well, he did. Uh, he did that the TV show for over forty years. He died at the age of ninety-one, okay. uh, according to the Denver Post, and that was uh, published in twenty in August twenty-seventh, twenty twelve. So there's there's a, a positive clown from from my childhood right there. Yeah, well, there was also Bozo the clown. But on the other hand, if you want to go back to the the Howdy Doody show. Clarabelle yeah. the clown was always doing doing devious crap, and there was one time when Clarabelle's shadow got loose and, and terrorized the entire set. They found that the solution to the the shadow was shaving cream because it was a five o'clock shadow. I think that there- this, this was real. <laughs> this was a real plot from the Howdy Doody show. I, I'm I, serious. I think that there are lots of positive clown stuff out there. I think that. They're just not as memorable as the creepy ones because they make a they make a much stronger impact than the happy clown like Blink. Well, do yeah. you remember when actually um, the McDonald's clown Ronald yeah. McDonald Ronald McDonald, oh, yeah. McDonald was yeah. fun. Yeah, but uh, I do. they found out that the guy who had been playing Ronald McDonald for a long time he had uh, been molesting children. It wasn't wasn't I, it, it wasn't just one right? It wasn't like multiple. I mean, they yeah. had a string of them, a uh, string of problems with with clowns. Well, wow, I didn't. Even hear I know that. that. I know that one of the McDonald's clowns was King Moody from the from the uh, Get Smart show, who played Siegfried on Get Smart. Hmm. But I don't think he was the one who was molesting kids. No, no, they certainly weren't all. Wait, is that doing the reason it. why they just stopped putting Ronald McDonald in commercials? I think it might be. I think so. And I think that he. I think that um, that Ronald McDonald uh, started getting beat up. If I if I remember correctly, yeah, because I haven't seen I, I think, McDonald or the Hamburglar or anything for a long time. Yeah, well, they, they stopped. Uh, they, they stopped with all of the ancillary uh, McDonald's characters. I, I think like I don't think I've seen them since like the nineties. Yeah, no, I think that's probably true. Although there is still a McDonald's over on Applewood Drive here in Denver that has what appears to be a Ronald McDonald shrine in it in the corner. That's good. it's a it's a child sized table. With Ronald McDonald sitting on the table like a like a a low paid stripper. <laughs> oh, that is sad. Uh huh. It's true though. I, I do remember I that you... uh, that McDonald's restaurants used to have benches with a uh, a fiberglass figure of Ronald McDonald sitting on them. Yeah, some of them did. Yeah. Um, it looks like that they they remo- removed the clown. Um, it wasn't. It, it had it had more to do. With um with healthcare professionals, one of the clown gone um because the because the Ronald McDonald Asso- association with hamburgers was was what they were had a problem uh, with. Unhealthy. Oh yeah, right. So so it had more to do with unhealthy food than any of the other scandals. But there were some other scandals with Ronald McDonald with people playing Ronald McDonald. 
Well, uh, that, that that is true. I mean, the the Burger King King is nowhere near as uh, as interesting to it. like that. That that thing is. True. Oh yeah, the Burger that, King King really because he has yeah. a moving, he has an unmoving face. An unmoving smiling face is far more disturbing than a than a masked one. Yeah, so I don't. I don't yeah, know. I mean, I guess that McDonald was far more child friendly. Although I, I kind of, I kind of find this to be like micromanaging. You know exactly. You know uh, what influences young children and stuff like that. It seems a little, little paternalistic to me. Yes, that's probably. Oh, so what's the conclusion here, Mac? Um, conclusion. Honestly. I I think it comes down to I, I I think it comes back to what I was saying about the uncanny valley. We are we are programmed in our deep in our DNA to protect ourselves by shunning things that are unfamiliar or, or disturbing to us. And something that looks human but is subtly wrong is very disturbing to us. Okay. Just like human appearing robots are disturbing animals with human features. Are disturbing toy dolls, which uh, look almost exactly like a baby. Yeah, that I yeah. that can be very creepy. Yeah, a teddy bear. <laughs> My mom has one. Yeah, <laughs> a teddy bear with real human teeth, which there there is one of those out. Okay, but the 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 question that you know the final question I'd have here is: Can dumbass masturbate to this? <laughs> it can masturbate to anything. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Do you need a picture of Harley Quinn? I would love a picture of Harley Quinn. That well, that's not much of a challenge. That's, <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that's that, that's not. Yeah. All right. How many sex workers do we have with us today? Yeah, sex, see, work sex workers. Yeah. So none of us are sex workers, right? Um, I'd be willing to give it a try. <laughs> sure. If if we have any girls out there who want to, uh, you know, have a little uh, sexy chat with me, uh, I'll take your money. Oh man, I'm gonna be arrested for being a pimp now. Listen, I'll open like Big G's uh, cartoon character sex line. <laughs> I, I will open that up, you know, like, for for like so much money in a, a minute. I will like no, talk as a cartoon character. Okay, so sex lines are but legal, but aren't but they? That's a, that's an orgasm, folks. I think that's, that's pretty fucked up. Hey, boo boo, you're better than the average bear. <laughs> So, moving on. That's a, that that just dropped like a tunnel. Yeah, that that could just, that that could destroy the whole segment right there. Uh, anyway, I I, th- I think that um, those kinds of sex lines are are aren't they are they are they still around or is it just are they just died with nine hundred numbers? I mean, certainly you can pay to watch people masturbate on the internet, and I don't I don't know if that's illegal or if there's a loophole that they're using. I'm not sure what what, what goes I on. I mean, there. I saw I saw an advertisement for a phone chat line. Like, wow, these are still a thing. I I'm assuming maybe there are still some phone sex chat lines out there where people are paid, but you know like most of it i think is on the internet these days so the yeah so uh spread magazine spelled with a dollar sign like kesha kesha um is the only sex uh, the only magazine for um for sex workers and you know i unfortunately i haven't found an issue to, um but it, it does but i i was looking through their facebook and there's a lot of uh, interesting stuff on here but uh, I heard about this and I thought this was really interesting, but one of the things I, that there, that I did link to, um, from their Facebook page, a couple of different things. Um, 10 reasons to decriminalize 
um, uh, sex work is a oh, is a feminist issue. Uh, sh- should prostitution be uh, be a crime? Which is a uh, New York Times article, which is quite lengthy, and I have not gotten through it all, but very interesting. Um, and then see. you know, I, I read uh, Asa Akira's um, book. She wrote like a, a, a she she she's a uh, porn actress, and she wrote a book about her life in porn, and it is uh, very fascinating. And uh, she 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 called it. Um, I think it was like porn a love story, and she she really um, enjoys this kind of work, and she, she wants people to know how how much you know that how great she finds it, and I think it's just a, a really fun story, and like there are a lot of people on the other side who think that uh, girls who do porn or things like that, you know, they must be forced into it. This can't be something that they actually want to do naturally or anything like that, but. No, that that's not true. I mean, like, like certainly there there are probably a lot of girls who are just doing it for the money, and who are treated poorly. But you know, um, it, it's not true that uh, it's impossible for girls to really love this kind of work. Sure, and we're and so when we're talking about decriminalization, though, we're not talking about um, pornography because in general that's legal. I mean, they're they're doing that legally. But if you were well, to well, she, she she also talks about uh, some. Um, uh, some prostitution work she did and things like that, and okay. uh, her experiences with that. Uh, and oh, okay. uh, I, I think you know they, they they tend to lump it together, but uh, you know just to, I think the fact is that women can enjoy this type of work, and they they can find it uh, fulfilling and satisfying and worthwhile. Oh, I think so. I I agree with that. Um, so the here are the ten reasons to decriminalize. Uh, that decriminalizing sex work is a feminist issue. And I'm just going to, uh, um, uh, was this reputations of sex workers in popular culture are reductive. Is that right? Yeah. And so Reduct- that makes sense. Yeah. So they, 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 they don't have the, the reputation is so poor, uh, of these people when it's probably undeservingly. And one of the things that they point out here is that some of the stuff that Beyonce does, is more risque than, than some of the stuff that pornography is putting out. Or, well, that's not exactly what they say. Meanwhile, pop culture is av- advertising are, are filled with images as provocative as any strip club. And they, and they, um, they point to Beyonce's, um, partition video, which is, uh, is easy to watch. That reminds me of this, uh, Facebook meme I came across, uh, which said, um, if you think that, uh, sex workers sell their bodies, but coal miners don't, then you have a screwed up view of human sexuality. Um, yeah, basically that was it. Yeah. Right. And then, and then you can, and you can, you can take that, um, a little bit further and say, okay, so one of the, one of the arguments that you get from people is that, well, that, that, that the, um, this is harmful to the women in some way. Um, well, certainly coal mining is harmful to the people doing that too, and the risks are extremely high. Probably maybe far more harmful. They, it can I be, know. yeah. Coal mining is incredibly dangerous, and uh, you know, essentially, pretty much, almost guaranteed to be eventually fatal. So, if you're looking at it just based on a harm perspective, um, you know, coal mining is is incredibly uh, problematic. And in in sex work, and yet, and yet we don't we don't have a moralistic view of people who decide to go into coal mining as a career. Nope, we sure don't. No, we don't. But here we <laughs> do. Um, so sex workers make for a tidy metaphor. Um, and uh, and of course, there's a lot more you can do as a sex worker to mitigate your risks. Well, the thing is, the thing is, well, is if it was um, 
legal to do so. Then they could have places which are mm. tested specifically for diseases and have it more safe for the workers. You mean like they do in is, Nevada? Yeah. Basically, it, it's a lot safer if they have a, a place that they're getting tested, they're being taken care of properly, and they are getting proper health care and making sure that nothing is getting to uh, the Johns. Sure, sure. Or and absolutely. Or, yeah, absolutely. So the uh, point number two, uh, every woman deserves the agency to choose the job that's right for the for her. So, yep. so here, here we're back to they should, you know, the, this idea that they should have the right to choose the job, and if this is the job that's right for them, who are you to tell them that they shouldn't, that they cannot do it for some moral reason? It's a lot of this idea that this very, this idea that uh, there is no way that any woman would naturally choose this it, kind of work, and if they actually do. It means that they were brainwashed somehow. Right. And it, that's a that's a very condescending attitude I find. Yeah, many people assume that all sex workers are exploited um, or coerced. Uh, they don't. Yeah. They're just doing it because of the factor that you know they didn't have anything else to do, um, and, which is not completely true. I mean, I've known some sex workers, and uh, you know they got into it because it's good money. Right. That, and they enjoy yeah. doing it. Yeah, so, so so there are people that do that that will choose this if it's legal. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and, and we, we can't we can't we can't discount the fact that there are people who are do who really hate the work and are doing it because they feel trapped and uh, maybe they're treated poorly or whatever. Right, but how do you? And, that is true. And that and that and and I think that should be addressed. But how do you how do you uh, address people who that? Think it's impossible. If people who think it's impossible for women to actually enjoy this and to and to get uh, a real sense of satisfaction out of doing it are living with their head in this right but the other thing is is that to, to how do you deal with those people that are trapped in it while it's illegal because they certainly can't go in, to the police it, it, to get out of a situation because they'll because now they're a criminal so because it's criminalized i think i think it just um it just becomes circular you know it, it, that, it, that's just, an excellent point too you make it legal people have more recourse right exactly and right now they don't have any recourse so like I said, it's much safer for for the workers and for the Johns if it is. Sex work stigma is a class issue. There are mm-hmm. s- there are many different types of sex worker: um, full service prostitutes, professional BDSM, stripping, uh, ca- camera models, uh, porn performance performers. So uh, there are lots of different types, and and your your class certainly is going to dictate which one you're going to do. Because I tell you what. If if you don't have a computer, you're not going to be doing it on a webcam. So so, but if you already have that those kinds of means, you're more likely to be able to 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 get into that kind of work. So and of course, you know there's there's courtesans and you know there's considered high end hookers and low hookers. And so there's a lot of that going on too. And and it's even worse for um for um for black prostitutes. You know, because they they probably have even less recourse than than some other yep. people. Uh, people of uh, <clears throat> nationalities which are which are not the main nationality whatever you want to say call it and everything but they they are normally um etched out and looked at a lot quicker just yeah. out of uh profiling regular profiling yeah that that there's probably a lot of that going on too uh, misogyny yeah. against sex workers is misogyny against all women uh since sex workers are more uh, i can't what is that word mac what is that word 
let's see. Disenfranchised. Disenfranchised, yeah. okay. Then the average woman, they are they often become targets of explicit uh, targets of looking ridicule. Well, you know, I, I think I, I think what you're trying to trying to say. Oh, I think it's a it's, it's a it's a thing about like men, a lot of men in general, and I think um, it's that thing I've, I've posted about uh, the Facebook. You know, like uh, the, they just missed. Uh, <laughs> Donald Trump's recent comments of locker room talk. Right. That's Wait, bullshit. I have never engaged in this kind of talk yeah, with another no. man. And I think there's a certain group no. of men. Right. So that, yeah, this kind of that's exactly what it's getting at. It says um, they often become targets of, ex- of explicit mis- misogyny and uh, sex, sexist double standards. Yeah, um, I mean, I, yeah. I think I think there there's a large segment of guys there who, uh, I think it's people who just, um, who have been discouraged from having sex, not having sex, having women as friends. And who don't don't know how to relate to women in in any way other than as sexual objects. And these men, you know, they I think they prefer to think of women who are uh, having sexual intercourse or any kind of sexual activity with them as sluts. Sure. Uh, this whole slut shaming thing, and they 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 prefer to think that oh these aren't regular when these are sluts. Right. Just right. So just, yeah. So slut shaming. Yeah. Well, and then yeah. and so well, they're paid to do whatever you want. So yeah, but you can do anything you like. So you then, can do anything you like, whether whether they say yes or no. Yeah, you don't have it to treat matter. them nice because they're paid. It says many violent hate crimes against sex workers are really hate crimes against a women. Yep. Yep. So that yeah, that's and once again, no recourse. You know, well, uh, you look at it. Jack the Ripper was uh, killing off sex workers. Uh, assuming sex. that assuming that it was not some sort of conspiracy from the very beginning because there's a lot of information that from Jack that says that says that he might have been looking for a specific person and the others were just to cover the person he was after. Sex workers sex workers are scapegoats for rape double standards. So um maybe the most disturbing sex double standard against against sex workers is the idea that we can't be raped. So this is the first person writing this. So yeah, so this idea that you can't rape you you can't rape a prostitute. Well, yeah, that, that is that is absolutely wrong. Like even <clears throat> if you even if you're doing this as a business, you have uh you you have the right to decide who you do business. And not only that, you have to you Dumbass, can draw lines. I think, I think the words you were looking for were challenge accepted. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> yeah. So you you I have, will not accept that challenge. The other thing is that you have the right to draw lines and say I will do this, but I won't do that. And the moment they do yeah. that. It's you know it's rape. Yep. So they've they've crossed the line, and once again they can't. They have no recourse for dealing with that. There have no. been a number of American serial killers as well as British serial killers who have preyed on prostitutes exclusively. Yep, because it's so um, easy to because most of the people don't give a damn about them. Green River Killer, Malala Forest Killer. Um, I think Dahmer was paying on was preying on male prostitutes. Really. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, Dahmer was preying on male prostitutes. And it's known wow. all over the place that it's easy to if you want to mess around with someone or something, just go after a prostitute. Listen, Philippine Municipal Court Judge um, Judge Teresa Carr deemed that the sexual assault of a sex worker at gunpoint was not rape but theft of service. That's screwed up. Wow, that is really really disgusting. I agree. Uh, yeah, that's disgusting. Gunpoint. How can you say that? It's like people who say, "Well, if your body reacts, it's not, it's not rape." Well, 
the body does what it does. Uh, you can't help but the body reacting to certain things. Well, ex- yeah, exactly. And, you know, like that doesn't mean that you you can that you don't have a say in what happened. Exactly. And that's the thing is that a lot of people re- uh, treat prostitutes like they're substandard humanoids that uh, don't deserve anything from anyone, you know, because they take away your husbands and stuff like that. They don't take away anything. People go to them. Bunch of BS. So number six is interesting. Women have long gone uncompensated for emotional labor. Sex workers, um, yeah, sex work, like sex itself, is about more than just rubbing genitals up against each other. Sex workers have to manage uh, the egos and emotions and moods Mm -hmm. of their clients. This kind of therapeutic support is something women have done for their uh, partners since the since time yeah basically immemorial since, yeah immemorial so basically I think I assume that means just basically since the beginning of time they've been doing it for a time long time immemorial yeah Be- before memory yeah before oh im okay immemorial okay since before the before people can remember okay yeah interesting so yeah so clearly you know th- well they do say some people <clears throat> just go to them for uh, to get some some have someone to sit there with them or just spend time with them because they can't uh, they need something and sometimes they just can't go to other people so what another problem um and this one so it says condom um profile condom profiling makes pricing uh makes basically if if you carry they're looking for people women carrying condoms and if you're carrying condoms you can you can be accused of solicitation because you have condoms because you have condoms. That's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> Isn't it? That is yeah. slut Right, but here's the thing is that, so anybody, anybody if you're carrying a condom, right, and, and it, you don't have to be, um, you don't have to be soliciting sex. You could just be out with it, with, with, uh, out on a date and have a condom <clears throat> in case you need it. Mm-hmm. And if you were to get stopped. Uh, a legal item you can buy in any drugstore. Yes, a legal item you can buy in any drugstore. So they're profiling for it. That is not surprising, unfortunately. Um, so it's, so it's so it creates a public health crisis because now now the sex workers are not carrying condoms. So so now everybody's using condoms but sex workers. But also people are afraid to use condoms if they're sex profiling if they're profiling for looking for condoms. Yeah. Because if you have a condom, they're going to blame treat you as they do anyone doing who is a yeah, who is doing that job. So people who normally would use a condom and be more careful with their sex activities would not be doing so because they're scared of being right. Anybody, with, yeah, with the police. Yep. It's just so weird that it's illegal in the first place. I mean, it's it's like the oldest profession. It is weird. I mean, we can and after after uh, let me finish my my the, these ten and then let's I mean we can have that talk too. Um, sex sex work is an option available to trans women. But they are, but they aren't always treated equally. Uh, according to a human rights campaign, at least one in five transgender people surveyed report um, experiencing employment discrimination. And I think yep. that so once again, so there, I mean, there's a minority that that is being you know discriminated against. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the transgender is hard is. Uh, very badly discriminated against. Uh, even I, the, I suppose, though, that a lot of guys who go to prostitutes would probably be uncomfortable with gendered prostitutes. Well, um, many of them, sure. I mean, but 
Not everybody. No. I, 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 they could probably come carve out a comfortable niche for themselves, I'd I imagine. I would hope so. Yeah. Um, conflating trafficking with co- um, consensual sex, uh, sex work, hurts trafficking <clears throat> victims. Yeah, so this is one of the things we hear all the time is, uh, you know, and one of the, and I have, have an article in here that's the 10 reasons to that, that you know, you, you don't want to legalize it. And it says that it'll just lead to more trafficking. It's like, wait a second, the trafficking is already going on right now. It, it's, mm-hmm. it is a separate issue and should be treated as such. But because people don't want to treat it as such, there you go. So, I mean, you can't, you can't call prostitution and trafficking the same thing. Sure you can. They were asking for it. Oh. Slut shaming. Yep. And uh, number 10. If they were good moral girls, God would have protected. That is one of the sayings. Uh, so, yeah. Num- yeah. Uh, you might. <laughs> here, here's, here's, the, here's the last one. You might actually enjoy a world in which sex work was legal and destigmatized. Yeah, I, I, I mean, more people would, would have access to something that they might want. Mm-hmm. I mean, what would be the huge difference? I think there would be mm. probably less uh, less girls, skimply dressed girls on street corners. You'd have more business fronts, basically. That more dis- like there, di- there are business fronts all <laughs> over the place nowadays, just like uh, live girls or whatever. These these would be even far more discreet than those, probably. Yeah, uh, I- they'd be more out of your way. That that would be basically be the only difference for anybody who's not interested in seeking prostitutes. Yeah, see this list that I put in here of uh, the reasons not to decriminalize it. Like number one is uh, legalization slash decriminalization of prostitution is a gift to pimps, traffickers, and the sex industry. Well, I I mean, and and they 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 try to make a case for it here. Um, legalization slash decriminalization of prostitution. And the sex industry promotes sex trafficking. It it doesn't. I mean, they, they give a bunch of statistics here, but it, it it's not gonna it's not gonna promote trafficking. In, in fact, it, it might. You you would think that it would that it would go against that. But trafficking is I well, is great, a greater problem. greater oversight means you right. know if the if the government does oversight properly, right? Um, there's a lot less chance of trafficking. You got you got to register all your employees and. Pay them properly or anything. There, there's no like under the table going on anymore. All you have to do is say to the government, "More taxes." Um, this is legalization, statute, criminalization of prostitution does not control the sex industry; it expands it. Um, I, I think that the, here's the thing: is that if we, when we decriminalize it, it ha- we need to regulate it, right? And, and we need to. There exactly. needs to be. I mean, it can't be done in a vacuum. Um, exactly. Well, I, think, yeah. I think we well, have to take the example of what happened when they uh, when they legalized <laughs> recreational marijuana here in Colorado, and people just went absolutely crazy, and we had uh, pot junkies running people off the road and committing crimes. Yeah, right. Oh, no, I, I think that that is a really good point. I mean, if if we were to de- just make it right now that it, we're not going to criminalize it, that it, you know that if you're doing sex work, what. Um, we just know we're not going to put somebody in jail. I think that that might be a, a win right there. Um, but to go even further and, and say not only um, are we not going to criminalize it, we're going to, uh, you know, allow them to come to us to help, you know, so the police can help solve their issue. Uh, and it might expand it. It, it, it. There is a good chance that the, that the maybe maybe it would expand. Right. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know. think well, there, there has to be some kind of oversight. And, and the, you know, if the. If yeah. you, decriminalized it they'd at least be uh subject to uh the current laws on the books about uh 
treating employees properly. So legalization statute criminalization of prostitution increases clandestine, legal, illegal, and street prostitution. Clandestine, illegal, and clandestine. That yeah, I mean, I guess that's what they're saying. I mean, there there is something to be said. Is it um where is it? Um, I think it might be New Zealand that it, that prostitution is legal, but not on the streets. That that yeah, you that you're right. Yeah, but is it? Uh, I don't know because because now now I mean, you're well, now you, now you have you, to go go ahead. The safety of the person goes down if they are on the streets. I agree. Usually, the ones that are right a lot of on the street business gives a uh, possibility of rape and other other actions against them a lot easier um if True. you work if they work within a within a madam's home or whatsoever whatever you're going to call a brothel it or- yeah then at least it's they're able to be able to watch over the person and regulate what's going on oh but this I is- don't think it would increase the amount that is done on the street I, it's not it's, it's not, not new zealand it's the they- netherlands is, is what i was referring to I mean, if you got proper regulations, I mean, people aren't just allowed to sell goods on the streets or, like, uh, open up any business where they're just, uh, most of the time, I mean, like, uh, I suppose you could have, like, uh, an ice cream. Uh, ice cream stands ice still cream. have to pay for the spot that they're taking in the in the area. So, th- I mean, I mean, I meant, like, one of those ice cream bicycles. You could have, like, one of those, but you still have to pay, pay they like. They have to pay for what they're re- Pay for regulation. Yeah. yeah. So this says in the Netherlands, women in the in, in the prostitution in prostitution point out that legalization or decriminalization of the sex industry does not ease the stigma of prostitution. Okay, but that's not a reason not to do it, right? Even if it's not going to destigmatize it, that's not a reason not to do it. Um, no, because eventually it will destigmatize. You got you you would hope, that- right? I think the reason it doesn't destigmatize it is because you've got people coming from countries where there are these puritanical morals and it is stigmatized. Right. That could be part so of it. So if it yeah. becomes if it becomes the standard and it becomes a normal thing all over the world, then it would not not only be not stigmatized but possibly even lauded. Right, but here's the thing is that right now our policies stigmatize it. So it's stigmatized. Yeah. If our policies don't stigmatize it, well, it may be, it may still be stigmatized in the mind of the person, but not if it's not in the law. Then at least the law has recourse. Yeah. So I'm not sure that I that 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 is enough of an argument to say don't decriminalize it. I mean, it's well, it's like well that. Well, yeah, you can't you can't control what the public is going to right. think, but yeah. you can at least make sure that. Uh, your laws treat everything fairly. So here's another one that I disagree with. Legalization of uh, prostitution and decriminalization of the sex industry increases increases child prostitution. Well, but here's the thing that this is this is a different problem entirely, right? I mean, we 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 have to have an age of consent. Oh, no, yeah, no, no. If you decriminalize prostitution, nobody is going to be like. Oh, we can bring our children into this business now. No, that, that's not going to happen. Yeah, no. The laws still do not allow for that. And you're not going to be pimping out your child either. That, that's just not – It's that's still going to be illegal. I mean we – probably till the age of 21 or 18, right? I mean until they're a consenting adult in the eyes of the law, they, I think that they would not be allowed to enter the industry. It's like you know, if you, if you can't get a tattoo, you can't prostitute yourself. I mean, there are still child labor laws, and I'm pretty sure. I'm, I, I, sure. 
I'm not sure if they specify prostitution in those, but I'm pretty sure that they quickly update those to say child's aren't children aren't allowed engage, to engage in prostitution activity. You would, uh, yeah, you would have. They would have to. I mean, that'd have to be outlined. Well, in the there is age of consent for sexual activity. With <laughs> that, that is true. Yeah, the 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 age of consent is, is a big thing. I mean, like even if they don't don't update the child prostitute, the age of consent would have to be dealt with. And like nobody, like if you're not of the age of consent, like there, there's no way that you could like uh, even like you know take a part time job uh, out of uh, out of your middle or high school and say, oh, I'm going to be a prostitute. No, the the age of consent isn't. There. So this one says legalization slash decriminalization of prostitution increases the demand for prostitution and encourages men to buy women for sex in a wider and more uh, permissible range of social acceptable settings. Well, okay. Uh, this, I don't see a problem with that. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that either. Okay. I don't think men need a lot uh, of encouragement. Like prostitution, personally, it's not for me, but... Uh... You know, if if men want to do that a lot, if they if they have fun, you know, paying women to uh, give them give them uh, an orgasm, then go for it. Yeah, uh, legalization says decriminalization of prostitution does not promote women's health, and they they have some in here. But here's the thing: is that it can do that. Does it do that in a vacuum? No. But by 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 providing condoms and, and encouraging screenings um, for sex workers, we can change this. It doesn't have to be the way that it is. But in a vacuum, well, yeah, that's uh, yeah. true. We, 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 we talked about this earlier. Uh, sex work isn't risk free. Right. It, it, but there, but there are other like really risky jobs, like we mentioned, cold mining. And if you if you um, legalize prostitution and regulate it, you can make uh, you can make sure that uh, this kind of work is a lot less risky. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of these issues that this article is bringing up are solvable issues, right? They're, 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 yeah, they're, you're in a vacuum. You might be right. But if we work to correct those problems, it's doable. Uh, legalization slash decriminalization of prostitution does not enhance women's choice. I mean, how can that be true? It cuts out the people who oh. are just taking kids off the street. L- listen, no, listen to this wording. Uh, most women in prostitution did not make a rational choice to enter prostitution. Okay, so they start off with the fallacy uh, right from the beginning. Well, that that's just, that's just um, that uh, that that's just like you know uh, you can any woman that you put in there. If you say, oh well, she made a choice into that. Well, she did a rational choice because it's your definition. Because no, because no rational person would choose prostitution. Right. Exactly. So 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 they're just they're just concerning to spread that myth. Right from the beginning there. No true Scotsman. Right. Um, women in systems of prostitution do not want the sex industry legalized or decriminalized. Well, that's not true based on all the other articles that I have put into this into the document today. So They obviously haven't seen those articles. That's not fair of you to assume that they've seen those articles. Right. It's not fair of me to assume that they've researched this at all. And, yeah. and we they, see, they've they've done their their own like uh, offhand survey and like it's you know, their not, interest not, of it's their interest in jealousy. Yeah, I, is there a yeah. date on this thing? Let me. They've see. not they've not done any serious scientific okay. research. They, they've probably done some some really biased survey and put up their own results, uh, not in a yeah. peer reviewed scientific journal or something. Yeah, I like know. I didn't. I like I said, I didn't scrutinize it very thoroughly. But this is from two thousand three too. And so it is very possible that, you know, that people have come out more since this came out. 
Um, maybe that was the data they had at the time. I don't know. Uh, but I would say that mo- much of what they are promoting here is fallacious it, currently. So there you go. It's, much of what I am promoting here is fallacious. Uh, fallacious. Huh, huh. <laughs> you beat me to that one. Good job. Yeah, so I, I put some... I, I, I saw that coming from you, and I thought, i got to beat him to the punch. Um, there's another... Yeah. There's another article in here, and I'm, I'm just going to read you the headline because I thought it was good. And this is written by a sex worker. Um, well, the interview, we're interviewing a sex worker. And one of the things he said, it's not selling your body. It's more like controlling access rental. And I think that this was a man um, that, that was, the, um, was the prostitute. I guess, would it be a gigolo? I don't know. So well, it was a gigolo is one term for that, yes. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Maybe that's, is that derogatory in some way? Only since the... Uh only since the Rob Schneider movie. Yeah, exactly. Out. Yeah, well, yeah, that pretty much. I mean, you know, like if you're a massage therapist, you're also renting out your body <clears throat> services for That's a true. certain amount of time. Right. And so, I mean, happy ending massage. You can charge extra for that. I- I'm not even talking about the happy ending. Oh. Just, you know, you're using your body to to give somebody else pleasure. Well, and, I mean, it's oh. not sexual pleasure necessarily, but, you know, that the, that is something. And it's not all that the only difference with sex work is that um, there's a, a little more risk to that risk of uh, sexually transmitted diseases and things like that. But there's risk to many, many jobs. And so and so this yeah, is so and we've, we've already gone over. That. Yeah, we have. So. All right. Anyway, so I thought uh, I, to me, this is an interesting issue. Um, it's certainly not going to be uh, fixed anytime soon. But I do think Amnesty International ha- is has um, has gone on record saying that sex working should be decriminalized. Are we going to wrap up pretty quick? I think we're done, aren't we? I would say so. Unless somebody else has got something yeah. else. We've got other stuff in. We can, I think we can end here. Okay, let's do it. Say goodnight, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. And that's another one in the can. You've made it this far. That's an hour of your time. You're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons share-alike, no-derivatives, 3.5 license. Intro music by Peter Kennold. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.